Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. But just think about the car itself. We're going to have a conversation here about, you know, building cars of the future because there's a lot of changes coming. But I was just thinking about, you know, like when I started driving, I think my first Three cars for sure, maybe four. I can't remember if my if my Nissan Sentra was rear wheel drive or not. Pretty sure that it was five speed. Um, like we all grew up driving rear wheel drive cars. Which if you if you think winter tires are a game changer, uh, going from rear wheel to front wheel or all wheel is night and day. Like that's a much bigger change in my mind than the kind of tire that you're driving, right? Like if you ever or if you drove a pickup truck. Uh, where, you know, the light changed and you just stepped on the gas and it just spun because there was no weight in the back and it was rear-wheel drive. Um, you know, if you had a rear-wheel drive vehicle, it was not uncommon at all for all of a sudden you'd be driving along and you could see the back of your car come up the passenger side window kind of thing as, as you went into a full-on spin. That's sort of the way that it was because that, you know, the rear end of the car would start fishtailing on you and who knows where it's going to go. At least we got that pretty much handled when it comes to front-wheel drives. It's better. still happens, of course, but... That's a game changer, but think about your car. You know, like, like got me thinking about my first cars and my first ever car, got it from my grandpa, 1974 Ford Meteor Mercury or Mercury Meteor. I can't remember which way they called it. Gigantic big blue boat. It was, we called it the Bluesmobile. It was fantastic. It was a tank on wheels, but, um, yeah, it, it, when you're driving rear wheel drive, I don't even know what kind of tires were on that vehicle, but you know what? I mean, that, that's how it was back in the day. Think about those cars and today's cars. And chances are there's a million features on your car that, you know, didn't even exist 10 years ago, let alone 30 years ago. If you open the hood of a car nowadays and you look inside, I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore, right? It's craziness. Back in the old days, like that 74 Ford, you pop the hood. I knew everything that was in there. I could do things with that engine. Now, Forget it. It's all computers. It's, it's, I think about 25, 30 years ago, completely changed. And, and you couldn't, you know, you couldn't do what you used to be able to do. Now it's for the better in a lot of ways as car design has jumped ahead by leaps and bounds and it will continue. Now, of course, cars that drive themselves are already out there on the streets in some places. So how do we design these? Not so much cars, but computers on wheels at this point. So they're as good as they can be. Well, our next guest says, Let's look to our most experienced drivers. We also, we often look at older drivers, senior drivers with a little bit of side eye, right? Well, hey, we can learn from them. Let's find out how. We're going to speak with Brenda Verklian, who is a professor of occupational therapy at the School of Rehabilitation Science at McMaster. Uh, Brenda, thank you for being here. Appreciate your time. Great to uh, be with you out in Alberta there, uh, Shay. Did I get the name right? Berkeleyan? You got it perfect. Excellent. Okay, good. Glad. Well done. That's always, that's always the good starting point. Um, <laughs> speaking of starting points, you wrote a great piece yes. in, in Conversation. If, if listeners want to check it out, they can go to conversation.com and find it there. You start the piece um, by pointing out that, you know, we may well be at another inflection point. Like I talked about front-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, but there are certain things where there's a radical change in the development of a car. And I think we can think of at least two or three that are here or about to arrive, right? It's going to be much different. Yeah, and uh, no, I, I appreciate your uh, nostalgic sort of going back, right? Our cars, uh, 
I'm going to say usually bring good memories, right? In terms of just thinking back to good times and uh, you talking about the car that you got from your uh, grandfather sort of passed uh, hand me down and um, and just yeah. So so people can actually alongside uh, lots of memories, but they can identify uh, like if you ask an older adult to identify their cars, a lot of people could name all the cars that they had oh, yeah, uh, sure. in their life. So so it really it really is uh, a car in many ways uh, is freedom that's what people will describe it as right because we're able yeah. to get to the places that are important to us in canada uh the, as i said in that article you know uh the changing car is sort of an opportunity and a threat and the and i mean in many ways we've developed our society around uh the automobile here in canada the distances yes. that you know uh the way we need we need a car right to be able to get to the places that are important to us so yes the car has changed i mean so have lots of things in society <laughs> Uh, the car has changed as well, right? And, and, and just as you said, right? They were, uh, yeah, steel, heavy, oh, yeah. uh, all of those things. And now, um, yeah, trying to uh, get things more efficient, uh, let's say, in terms of uh, sensors. Uh, collision, still a major issue, although we are willing to put up with that risk because of the freedom that cars yep. give us. But collisions are still a major issue in Canada. Many people are killed each day, uh, you know, behind the behind the wheel, unfortunately, or as passengers or as road u- other road users. Um, and so we need to have, uh, yeah, humans, we're not the best, guess what, <laughs> Shane, we're not the best we're at driving, not. right? We need a little help. Uh, and these sensors are really unbelievable. Um, in terms of what they're what they're what they're able to catch, right? I've heard some vehicles now, I, and I don't, I don't know which one is it. I can't remember, but I saw. I think it was a sixty minute story where basically you should never run into anything again because the sensors will they'll, they'll lock on the brakes if they have to. Like uh, it's almost not collision proof because, like you say, humans will screw it up some way. Yeah. Um, but pretty close, we're almost there. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, and I mean, I know that there's... Uh I'm going to say much like other areas, there's a lot of misinformation out there as well about the car and the, you know, the automobile being able to so-called drive itself. There are issues. We're still working out uh, those kinks in terms of technology. I mean, you can add winter, you can add uh, temperature, you can add, right, uh, sunny days, all of those things. So, I mean, there's lots to work out in terms of the complexity of uh, of the environment. And, uh, I mean, we can look at our our airplanes. They also run, uh, right, with 
uh, more the pilot serving as monitoring uh, the cockpit. And then you also right. know that up in the air, right, uh, there's less variables in terms of uh, things changing. So, But uh, we've learned lots also from, unfortunately, terrible incidents, right, uh, that took the human as much as they can out of the equation, right, in terms of... Um, in terms of it flying as well. Now, you in the piece, and this is sort of what you deal with, um, older Canadians, mm-hmm. older drivers, um, mm-hmm. you, uh, I think you're right, you make a really good point that this is going to affect them probably. Uh, younger people just adapt to tech. It's almost sort of what, what the, the world that they grow up in. But tell us why you think uh, our older drivers, our more experienced drivers, are both something we need to keep in mind and a resource that we should tap into. Yeah, I think, um, so this idea that older, uh, there's so much, like you started with this, like sort of, there's probably one of the most stigma and stereotyped uh, people uh, are older drivers, right? That's one thing that we might be able to, and I say we, like, I have to fight it too, right? There's uh, there's bias about about that. In fact, older drivers are one of the safest groups on the road, right? It's when we start to experience some uh, changes, and that happens to all of us as we get older, right? Our eyesight sure. uh, combined with our motor skills. But the thing is, there's lots of strengths, uh, and, and I, that's why I use the word experience, uh, right? Because that experience pays dividends. So we all need to adjust, and we're all going to have to change our lifestyles. And I, and I know in Alberta, there's a reliance on oil and gas, uh, let's face it, in Canada, right, in mm-hmm. terms of jobs For sure. and all of those things. But the move to green energy is important for all of us. And I know that Albertans and others are putting plans in place, right? Uh, Norway has done that, right, trying to think about how do we shift? Um, because we do need to change, right, uh, in terms of our habits. So older adults, too, are, uh, yeah, we're, gonna, we're all going to have to change and why not in terms of being able to change, right? Like putting gas in our car, just think about that, uh, that you know, that that habit, that routine that we have to do. Well, that's that's not necessary anymore. Uh, how are our houses set up now? Do you know, plug in uh, our cars, right? All of those things. So these are, this is really going to change our habits um, and longstanding habits, right? So how do we adjust to that? And I think learning from, uh, from our older, most experienced drivers is, is actually uh, our secret weapon here in terms of uh, trying to understand how we can make this transition as smoothly as possible. Yeah, what do they what do they bring to the conversation that we might overlook, that we shouldn't, that we should try and tap into? I mean, like you say, things have changed. We've all been through change. Um, what do you think? I mean, first of all, just using the machine is something that they can probably be instructive with. Yeah, and I think, um, like, when we design... Uh, uh, when we're, we're when we're focused on design, right? We want uh, we like things to look uh, and feel great, and that is important. Um, and that's like beyond age or ability and those kinds of things. But we really do need to think about some of those changes, right? In terms of our eyesight, uh, right? Our reaction time, all of those things. And that's where I think the older driver uh, can be helpful, right? To understand uh, those changes, and then what we design in terms of those sensors, um, how they react, how uh, uh, how they sort of process that information. If we can think about sort of the range of abilities, um, including those, uh, you know, later in life and most experienced, that will help us. And also what they like and don't like, right? So uh, we, you know, as an occupational therapist, I look,
look and break down things in terms of uh, the things that occupy our time or activities of daily living. And when we break those down into steps, like getting into and out of the car, as I said, looking after our car in terms of plugging it in, uh, filling up the gas, right, making sure that we can, you know, operate those secondary controls if we need to assume uh, controls, because that's the case right now, mm-hmm. is that uh, if the car is sort of so-called driving itself and we're, we're monitoring it, I mean, that takes a high level of thinking. Uh, cognitive skills, you know, when we talk about distraction and those yeah. kinds of things. You can't just check out. I, I know, I, I, you know, it gets complicated it very does. quickly when we break it down. I mean, here at uh, McMaster University, uh, the engineering students or aspiring engineers are working, uh, you know, on the most advanced car. They're in a North American automobile uh, competition, electric vehicle. You're not surprised to hear that. And so bringing those students together with older, uh, older drivers on the road, I think, is going to be uh, a game changer for them in the competition by learning about where they drive, how they drive, um, and their habits. And I think that's learning that they're going to be able to take forward no matter which area, whether they're working in the automotive sector or elsewhere, right? Just to think about people's different abilities, Shay. It's, it, there's no question that it's a, it's a whole new world that we're facing. But like you say, Brenda, we've got some resources that we can tap into. I, I, I Thank you so much. Unfortunately, I'm out of time, but I do appreciate yeah. you being here. Yeah, my pleasure, and uh, all the best to everybody uh, out in Alberta and across Canada. Thank you so much.